Guys, two quick things before we start. One, don't forget to buy your Space Shark t-shirt. If you haven't yet, go to read-weep.com slash merch. And there you will find our wonderful, awesome fan-designed t-shirt, which we sell for 20 bucks, uh, available in great sizes, comfortable, nice cotton. And there's no shipping and handling. It's, it's just $20 straight up to mail it anywhere. That includes shipping, and I will personally handle it for free. Mm. Actually, that's kind of gross. But I will send you a shirt. So go ahead and order that right away. Read-weep.com slash merch. And also, don't forget, we're coming to Seattle, Washington on September 1st. We are going to be performing live at the Bumbershoot Music and Arts Festival. It is such a cool, it's such an honor to be there. We're, we're only one of the top three bad movie podcasts that are going to be going that weekend. I mean, it's just such a great lineup to be a part of. So if you're interested, if you can, if you're near Seattle, September 1st, 1 p.m., uh, more details at Bumbershoot.com uh, where you can find out where we're performing and uh, how you can get in, what, what you need to do to do that. So if you're anywhere near Seattle, we would love to see you, please. Come check out the Nicolas Cage Spectacular live at Bumbershoot. And enjoy this Ice Rapper episode now. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Good evening, Meat Suits and Meat Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 155. We have now done as many episodes as the population of Spearsville, Louisiana. And if you Whoa. and if you happen to be reading the Wikipedia page, bear, bear with me on this one, about Spearsville, you'll probably find the section near the bottom, because there's only three sections, called Education, which you would think would be about the education system, but oh no, is a paragraph about the 2007 incident in which four fifth graders were arrested for having an orgy in front of their classmates when the students were accidentally left unattended for 15 minutes. Like, is it a demonstrative orgy, or, or more, you know, unaware orgy? Uh, was it didactic in nature? <laughs> Wait, was this the first time they were left unattended for 15 minutes? <laughs> it was and then you great... instantly, do not leave kids in Indiana alone. It's Louisiana, but uh, oh, yeah, Louisiana, sorry. 15 minutes, that's all it takes. Uh, the guy, I mean, the, there was a great uh, quote from the teacher, which, or from the sheriff, which was like, I, I'm shocked by nothing anymore. This is pretty close. <laughs> so my joke about Guinness Book of World Records shortest orgy <laughs> entry is not going over great. <laughs> Both in terms of time and height. Uh, <laughs> so weird. I don't know if we can do that. That's anyway, weird. Although I bet, you saw um, the line and somersaulted over it and then said Indian style. Speaking of terrible stories, this week is our Ice Rapper Spectacular, uh, where we watched three movies this week, all featuring... Rappers turned actors with ice in their name. So, we watched Triple X State of the Union with Ice Cube. We also watched Cool as Ice with Vanilla Ice and Tank Girl with Ice T dressed as a kangaroo. That's right, Radio Public. You thought we were too general. <laughs> this, by far, is my favorite topic that we've ever produced. I'm so pleased that I'm, and also blown away that it exists. So this week's episode is sponsored by read-weep.com slash Amazon. When you go to buy stuff on Amazon anyway, why not go to that address first, read-weep.com slash Amazon, and it'll just redirect you to their site, except now we will get a small percentage for everything that you buy. It's a great way to give to us without stopping your Americanized addictive shopping behavior. If you'd like to force us to read any topic as well, specific or general, you can go to read-weep.com slash sponsor. We have some episodes available for September right now. Uh, probably not. Not by the time this records October by the time this shows up uh, but uh, do get in there if you'd like and sponsor topic we would we would love for you to help us pick what we should do next and you might want to know if there are fire based rappers I don't know find it how many films is Waka Flocka Flame <laughs> not enough uh, I want this to be a, a thing for future where you try to come up with uh, topics that are really, really specific and interesting for movie marathons. So I've got dog-based rappers for $1,000. <laughs> I would do that. I would see that. It's 
let me introduce you to the panel today. Uh, I'm your host, of course. My name is Alex Falcone. Uh, you, you should follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Here are some of my friends joining me today from San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, I'm more dangerous, deadlier, and I have somehow even more attitude. <laughs> I'd like you to turn your uh, attitude up to triple X. Is that possible? <laughs> Can do, buddy. We had you at Dos Equis before, and now we're turning it up and taking away the Spanish part. It wouldn't be great if this was called Trace Equis. Yeah. <laughs> it would be interesting. I'd watch that. Uh, also, a joining and a half. Us, also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. In Seattle, Washington, it's Chris Smith. You know what, Alex? I just don't understand this Ezra guy. I mean, he blows up my car. He blows up my boat. Who the hell is this guy? Come on. He's just he's just a beer and a half, man. He's just Trace Equis. That's right. Also joining us today, she's back. She's at the Tanya Best, T-A-N-Y-E Best, on Twitter in our Seattle studios. It's Tanya. Hey, VIP, pump your fist to this and don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> is VIP you... the Vanilla Ice posse or is it very important people? Oh. I think it's very important people. Oh. I just assumed he was referring directly to me. But Vanilla Ice posse is pretty solid. If you're I only mean, trying to punch your punch the air, how could you miss? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Also, I want to say uh, we should mention at this point that uh, so we have our live show coming up at Bumbershoot in Seattle on September 1st, and where we're going to be talking about three Nicolas Cage films. But uh, that is going to differ from our previous live shows in that we are only going to have an hour to discuss three whole movies. So we're practicing for that this week by running this show unedited. You may have already noticed a couple of verbal flubs and thought they never mess anything up. Well, that's because this week it's unedited, and we're going to try to bring it in right about at an hour. So without further ado, we need to get moving. The first film we were talking about today is Triple X, State of the Union, featuring the mighty Ice Cube. Please, Chris, summarize this yeah. film for us in the style of Sam Jackson giving a motivational speech through a prison phone. <laughs> <laughs> Think water's fast? You've never seen ice. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong Sam Jackson motivational speech. Oh no, a prison no, shark. Same one. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> there's this uh, government, secret government installation posing as a farmhouse in Virginia, and uh, black clad, badass ninja guys invade it. Okay, Sam Jackson is in the office underground in the bunker. He's the head of the Triple X Division, which runs daring and risky covert ops for the NSA, previously starring Vin Diesel. And he escapes this attack <laughs> in a pimp ride loaded up with machine guns so in response he needs to find a new triple x agent to investigate this attack and put a stop to what's behind it all right cut to ice cube ice cube is a former lieutenant in military prison sam jackson comes to convince him to take the fight to the bad guys ice cube thinks triple x sounds like a porn star name but <laughs> is pretty much in since it's not you know prison so Triple uh, X takes Sam Jackson and the uh, nerdy white computer guy sidekick to Exhibit's hot girl chop shop to hide out. But Triple uh, X's black lady flame, uh, Lola, is actually uptown. So they all go uptown and they trade Sam Jackson's car for an even cooler car because cars are the best. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, back in the White House, Secretary of Defense Willem Dafoe... It's all dressed in black, and he's the head bad guy in this movie, and he makes references to chess, and he's just very conniving and, and manipulative. If you're wondering, if you're wondering, let's see, is Willem Dafoe going to be a good guy or bad guy? Well, it's Willem Dafoe. I know. <laughs> he puts a good guy in clear and present danger. Um, <laughs> okay, but, fair. Okay, barely, barely. Okay, but um, so Willem Dafoe, right, bad guy, um, wants to kill Sam Jackson and all the members of Sam Jackson's old unit, including the new Triple X, Ice Cube, um, out of spite for stopping his last secret evil Legion of Doom plan, okay? Um, when Sam Jackson sneaks back into his own house to grab a passport and gun, he's ambushed by Dafoe and some creeps, okay? So Triple uh, X has to go rescue Sam Jackson. Or, or maybe avenge him. He, he doesn't really know. But he meets a pretty blonde girl named Charlie. Um, and he sneaks into a party. And he overhears Defoe being really evil and scheming with a general. Okay? Um, a blonde girl takes him back to her place. But she's actually a bad guy, too, because everybody's against Triple X. And this isn't at her house. It's that general's house. And the general's dead. <laughs> and Triple X is being framed. Oh, snap! Okay? Triple um, X sneaks onto an aircraft carrier um, by climbing up the anchor chain. And he discovers this secret plan um, by Defoe to take over the government, like kill the president, speak of the house, everything during the State of the Union speech. Really, really bad, okay? 
To stop the rogue army, Ice Cube recruits all of his gangster friends from the streets, formerly car boosters and petty crooks, and also Scott Speedman, who happens to be a crack shot Navy SEAL, um, to crash the Capitol and fight head-on army units that are going to take over the presidency, okay? So, big action sequence, tanks shooting at each other, army and secret service are totally ineffective at protecting the capital from homies and Range Rovers, apparently, <laughs> um, and the bad guys all wear ninja suits, and they capture the president. But, Triple X and Scott Speedman are on the job, right? They're, they're really good at shooting bad guys, and they chase the train that Defoe took the president in. So, the train's getting away. Um, Triple X chases him in a car, that he drives onto the tracks for some reason. This was so um, amazing. That was so great. How do you turn a, a car into a train? You just drive it until the wheels come off. The, the tires will destruct, and then you'll have metal on metal, and it'll just work. It just works. Yeah, James Bond did it once, too. Um, oh, my God. Wait, wait. If you take any vehicle and wreck it, does it just become, like, one level down in technology? Yeah, absolutely. If you were to crash Maybe. a motorcycle, it becomes a horse. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to feed it hay, which is annoying, but... That'll come in yeah. handy in a later movie. But then he crashes the horse into <laughs> a donkey. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Triple X gets on the train, single-handedly almost takes down the um, the bad guys and rescues the president, and then he dives off the train and shoots the water with a grenade launcher to break up the surface tension and lands in the water from a really tall height. And uh, and Sam Jackson and the computer guy and Scott Speedman end the movie by talking about who they're going to recruit next for Triple X 3. I think if you if you crash the the horse, it becomes a pommel horse. <laughs> oh boy! And if you crash the pommel horse, it becomes a, uh, a sawhorse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you crash the sawhorse, it becomes a two by four. <laughs> Not a seahorse. No, oh, see. Not a seesaw horse. A seahorse would be kind of, that would be a step up, I think, from a from a pommel from a horse even. <laughs> Yeah. So when was the last time you saw a pommel horse get pregnant? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched the Olympics. It looked pretty close. All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's get into it now. The, we're going to do for this. Uh, we're not going to have time for a full compliment sandwich for each. So we're going to do a compliment tostata for each. Tanya, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening and closing compliment of this tostata. Which do you prefer? Uh, closing, please. Closing. All right. Uh, Chris, why don't you start us out? You just talked a lot, and I would like to hear Pass. you say something nice now to prove that you can. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so uh, Ice Cube, generally in this movie, might be the worst actor I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but my compliment is that he pulls off the uh, affable southern minister pretty well. Um, he, he sneaks into this like congressional setting to meet up with this agent Charlie girl and he wears a little suit and little glasses and he looks fairly ridiculous but he says things like I hear we have a mutual friend and like just like it's, it's kind of adorable to watch. generally sets everyone back like 40 to 50 years. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of wonderful watch him why try are, to take why on Why are that. cows also nice to each other? Because they all have mutual friends. Oh, <laughs> Alex, you've just set everyone back 40 to 50 years. Well, I've certainly set cows back that far. Yeah. <laughs> they don't all know each other. <laughs> all cows look to, look the same to me in the dark. <laughs> Utterly mm. ridiculous. Oh, you oh. made it better. All right, uh, as for that, you get to go second in the in your the compliment for this movie. Um, at one point, there's this line, uh, like, growing up, it was like living in a snake pit, everyone fighting for territory. Which kind of makes me wonder, like, what snakes are really doing in the snake pit, I guess. Where, like, <laughs> they really have, like, these warmth. sort of, like, the west side of the snake pit and the east side of the snake pit, I guess. Adders. Cobras. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Just asps uh, versus adders and, like, some tap, uh, tap jazz. You may not know yeah. this, but a pile of snake snakes is very territorial. <laughs> play it, boys. I don't know which one I am, but I'm pretty sure you're touching me. Right? <laughs> I'm being touched. Uh, awesome. All right. Uh, so for my my compliment, uh, this is a som somewhat pedantic compliment. That's just an excuse to talk about this article I read. So there was a uh, so the president escapes the White House in a secret bullet train, yes. and uh, the president under attack would never ride in a train because it's not maneuverable. It only has forward right. backward and stop that's not very and helpful you can chase it down with a helicopter very yeah easy. where you and can backwards and that helicopter probably has stinger missiles yeah you blow up one bridge it's over like there is you would never transport the president securely in a train it doesn't make any sense but i happen to know that because i was reading an article when the president visited portland a couple weeks ago 
and destroyed traffic for the better part of the day, closed like two freeways for five hours. And uh, the best part of this article that I did not know before was that the president's uh, transport vehicle, his armored car, has a pint of his own blood in it just in case something happens and they need to give him a blood transfusion. It's not just O positive, it's his own blood that he's saved for later. Boom. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, because it's like also in case of like vampirism, uh, that would come in handy as well. Yeah, yeah, you don't want me. You want this bag. I've, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like in case of mugging, I brought along my own riches in this bag. No, it's it's true though, right? Because one like, of these options doesn't try to fight back. <laughs> well, well, like think about it. If if it was like, okay, look, you can either like. I don't know, drink from the sun, or here is a, a cooler of Capri Sun, which is way easier. <laughs> but those aren't the same. I think, yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, I don't think I could photosynthesize Capri Sun. But I do like no, the idea that a vampire knocks on the window and is like, I'm here to eat the president, and the president holds up the bag and goes, for here or to go? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tanya, oh. it's time to close this tostada. What is your uh, compliment for this movie? Um, I like white wine. And, <laughs> and when, compliment to so Tanya. my compliment is to me. No, no. So when um, when Triple X is meeting Pretty Blonde Charlie, she is drinking what might quite possibly be the biggest glass of white wine I've ever seen, and it was really impressive. And I was I was inspired to new heights. Of, just get of white bigger wine. glasses. Just giant glasses. I just don't even know where they found them. They were. It was as big as her head. It was huge. Is that how you make blondes? I think so. Is it just with white wine? Bigger glasses of white wine. Uh, just, we need a bigger glass well, of white. That wine. explains Gale. all of the maroon-haired people walking around from Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But more antioxidants. So, blonde yeah. Charlie, better watch out. And that blonde hair is going to stop all the free radicals floating around in in the State of the Union speech. Seriously, I gotta say, I mean, I'm sorry my compliment is so weak sauce. I This movie was really hard for me. <laughs> I, really, really tough. You no, know, there's a difference between the compliment was weak or, and our jokes after it were weak. It was a solid compliment for big white wine glasses, though. Everybody loves some big white wine. Excellent. All right, uh, so let's get into our hate segment now. So but we're going to do hates for this game. We're going to do our normal hate game. Um, in fact, this is called Hate of the Union. So tell us, uh, pretty good. tell us where, uh, what it is about the hate and why is it so strong? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is, uh, I guess maneuverability hate. Uh, so Ice Cube is able to dodge several rockets while he's in a tank. He's in a tank and they no, shoot Not him. only in a tank, but in an air ca- aircraft in carrier garage. It's a tank in a boat, and he dodges a missile by swerving out of its path. That is a maneuverable tank, man. Yeah, it's also a really slow bullet, because he has time to think, oh, shit, they're shooting at me. Right. Let me swerve a tank <laughs> yeah. out of the way and clear it by 30 feet. Do you know how, but then how hard it when is he to has with treads? Come on. And then when he's, like, in a tank, when, when he's, like, you know, up against the tank in, like, an Escalade... It just blows it up right away. He's like, oh, there's no way out of this situation. We better just bail. <laughs> yeah, he he knows what's maneuverable and what's not. Yeah. Escalade's hard to use. Mm-hmm. Tanks, Tanks, pretty easy. Super easy. Hmm. Maybe that's super backwards. <laughs> but, 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 um, as, a, as a comment on this hate of the union, I'd like to go ahead and point out that our super secret operatives need some more funding because... Triple X does just about everything he can to get really easily discovered. <laughs> he may at one point ride a boat out of the water onto a bridge and land on top of a cop cruiser. Just yeah. saying. And while just he's on top, he's still holding the steering wheel like he's going to try to maneuver the boat around incoming yeah, missiles. Right. <laughs> but he timed it pretty well. You got you to admit his training's good because he walks off that thing. 30 seconds later, the cop car blows up. <laughs> Because shit blows up in this movie for no reason. Also, he does nothing that doesn't require him to have an earpiece with a lot of instructions and babysitting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is what... And... Actually... Go ahead. 
He also points out that he doesn't blend ever. Yeah, he does. He just doesn't blend in. But then he could, repeatedly tries to. He's like, I need, I need a tuxedo. I need a disguise. What? So you can blend in? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. But then after that, when he poses as a cocktail waiter and then just stands in one place, spying very obviously on the Secretary of Defense, he then when he flees, they're like black guy in a white tux, and everybody knows who they're talking about, and they point the way. Also, he got a job as a cocktail waiter at a very secure party really fast Within for a guy with minutes. a prison record. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to get a job with a felony on your belt. Actually, that reminds me, though, of something I wanted to say that from uh, that I hadn't thought of as a hate until Chris was giving his summary. But the way you said they were like, oh, crap, we need a new triple X for this mission. Why do they not have any kind of NSA farm system? Yeah, <laughs> they had a farm. <laughs> they had a you know little farm. Up. <laughs> and you're like, as soon as our most our top secret agent dies, they have to go to prison to look for a new guy that they can then babysit on a headset the whole time because he knows nothing of protocol or the yeah. mission. Well, the Triple X program appears to be one of those things where you take a guy who needs a lot of top down management. Yeah. <laughs> And he's made of attitude, and you mold him into your perfect weapon. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be honest, guys. I kind of think that um, the whole Triple X program was just like some guy at the NSA trying to save his job after he like a lot of porn was found on his computer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Supervisor's like, "What's this all Triple X? Oh, this is a new program. It's, I'll get right no, on." No, 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 no. Prison gangbang. That's for work. <laughs> that is for work. That was our investigation into what was happening at the prison where we're recruiting our next agent. <laughs> I guess. How is it possible Jenkins, that this brilliant. movie got made? They made a movie called Triple X. How did they do that? How did that? I feel like I feel like our job with this movie is done because we finally found the porno connection. <laughs> so we can just move on. Someday we'd find it, and we did. The porno connection and me. <laughs> so okay, so it's called Triple X, which sounds porny, and then. Uh, you, well, okay, they'll solve that. Don't worry. They'll they'll take care of that in the dialogue, uh, and uh, and like he looks at him funny when he they say that he's going to be triple X, and they say triple X is the designation we give to agents who go deep undercover and have special skills. Oh, that solves it. No. Yeah, because special skills could only mean porn. Well, it, I mean, those are, that's what it sounds like to me. And Why? also, if why is the middle? So it's like the way they spell it. Also, is like little X, big X, little X. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was sort of, I was weirdly impressed by that. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It just looked more dynamic than just three regular-sized X's. Yeah. It looks less like like early 2000s porn and more like a BitTorrent. It looks to me like the, it's like a big X and his, and his kids. He's like, I got to bring my kids to work day. Uh, <laughs> and they're hanging out like, behind him. Uh, Professor X and family. Yeah. <laughs> No touching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I've got a, I've got an applause break uh, for some sort of point about policy. Okay. Hate. Um, so this this movie plays fast and loose with science, but no no worse than when Triple X is trying to evade thermal cameras used by a SWAT team on the house where he's being framed. <gasps> so that makes sense to me. Comes in to negotiate, you know, the terrorist thing, and Triple X is busy in a microwave. Mm-hmm. And in five minutes, apparently, he's able to heat up enough frozen food and carry it up to the tub to make the guys with the thermal camera think, oh, there's something warm upstairs. Let's let's go up there while Ice Cube hides in the fridge. Okay, well, look, guys, look if there's right. some place for Ice Cube. I can't eat a single tray of, like, of, of tikka masala. You're, you're looking at this all wrong, Chris. His name is Ice Cube. They yeah. needed to find a way to put him in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, fair that enough. was the whole point of this movie was to get Ice Cube in a freezer somewhere. There's there are two writers who are high fiving themselves, and one is paying <laughs> a large bet. I know if it was like it was an hour, I'd believe it. But like you can't you can't microwave a Look, roast in no, five Chris, minutes. I'm just gonna stop pot. you there. All right, the the microwave technology that Washington's top generals have. Oh yeah, is far beyond anything. You could Fifteen even years imagine. ahead of our current microwave yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that would that would be the uh, the nuclear pro- proliferation. Here's my plan, problem. Huh? My problem isn't with the technology. My the 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 huge flaw in this in the premise of this movie is that a State of the Union speech is just a list of things 
that Congress is going to refuse to act on. No speech actually changes policy. It doesn't make sense for anyone to have a coup because in his State of the Union speech, he says he's going to cut military funding. Good luck. Yeah. But... Well, but I thought that the reason that he was doing it at the State of the Union speech was so that he could, like, cut down everyone down to the Secretary of Defense so that he could take over as president. Yes, 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 yes. But the reason that he, the Secretary of Defense, was so angry and wanted to have a coup, it was because the president said he was going to cut military funding, funding and put that into international aid. Good luck, Mr. President. (laughs) Although, you know what? Big compliment here for uh, Defoe. Um, cause like basically he tells him one day before the speech, Hey, you know what? I'm going to cut military spending. And in one day, Defoe plans a coup that, but for a bunch of rappers in escalates, <laughs> totally would have worked. I also, yeah. I also don't buy conspiracy theories at this level. It's so ridiculous. There aren't, there aren't seven people in Washington you could put together that you could trust with a plan like this that wouldn't leak it to Politico. There is, <laughs> <laughs> or that wouldn't argue. It's not, yeah, that would just be like, Oh yeah, you seem like a good dictator. Let's go with that guy. It's not plus. I mean, so hard. well, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, I'd, I'd really like Defoe because, like, honestly, he's the only one that's gotten anything done. Right? <laughs> like, I don't believe the president could have pushed through that policy in a second. You know. You know, at least Defoe's trains run on time. That's right. right. <laughs> they blow up on time too. Right now, he's planning a slum fire that'll kill thousands. Right? All right, let's move yeah. along. Uh, speaking of things blowing up, it is time to talk about our second movie, Tank Girl, featuring uh, Ice T. And just you know, something that all three of these movies have in common today is that Ice T isn't in them very much. <laughs> <laughs> so we might not have picked the best vehicle for it to feature Ice T, but it is uh, Ice T might not pick the best vehicle for himself. <laughs> Well, let's find out what happens in Tank Girl. Chris, please summarize this movie in the style of a narrator that's got kind of a bad attitude. P.S. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen up. The world got wrecked by a comet or something, and now there's no water available for anyone, all right? Pretty much all the water that is there is controlled by a big corporation called Water and Power, all right? Headed up by the scenery-chewing Malcolm McDowell. Cut away cartoon version of Malcolm McDowell. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, Mutants called Rippers control the remaining minority. And nobody knows much about them, but they're mutants and watch the fuck out, okay? Um, Now, Tank Girl is Lori Petty. Um, She was Kit in A League of Their Own. She was the Keanu girlfriend in Point Break. I mean, we have a history with Lori Petty. Yeah, we do. Um... But Tank Girl's indie house has been stealing water off the grid um, from the corporation, and they get busted by corporation troops. Tank Girl, like, in the in the fight, kills, like, eight dudes, but is captured. I should mention, Tank Girl is, like, basically a punk rock riot girl, uh, girl. Version, of a com- yeah, version of a comic book heroine. Um, so, uh, Malcolm McDowell, um, when checking out how many dudes Tank Girl killed, sees some use for her. Um, and he puts her to work digging tunnels for water pipes. Okay. Uh, down there in the tunnels, there's also Naomi Watts, a young Naomi Watts. She's an indentured mechanic for power and water who wears glasses. That's how you can tell she's a nerd. Um, and she's about to be raped because everybody's about to be raped in this movie. Um, and Tank it's Girls, like they ran out of water, but they have so much rape. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's, it's a really bad future, guys. Well, and, and everybody's just dry mouthed and rapey. Yeah, the mm. whole. Oh, God. God. Yeah. Uh, Some people are kangaroos. Yeah. Well, we're getting there, right? And they're still- um, so. They're still yeah, a bit so lecherous, not not quite rapey, rapey. but yeah. yeah. So Tank Girl uh, saves her by by pretending to be a lesbian and claiming Naomi Watts is her girlfriend. And apparently this works because the soldier rapist is disgusted by lesbians, apparently, and uh, and now they're friends. All right, and together they break out of the the power and water like prison compound. All right, um, much to Malcolm McDowell's dismay. Um, well, they almost do, right? Malcolm McDowell catches her, tortures her. Then he puts her on this suicide mission to hunt down rippers. And he puts a tracker on her. But just as they make her, she makes her start for this suicide mission, the rippers attack and they ambush. They rip off Malcolm McDowell's arm. They shred his face. It's gnarly. Um, Tank Girl and Naomi Watts escape with a tank and a plane, right? Cool, right? Um, so now they are Tank Girl and Jet. Um, Tank Girl's little sister is being held hostage by bad guys. They go there. They rescue her by making all the guests at a brothel sing uh, Cole Porter tunes from 1928. Yeah. 
There's a lot in this movie that doesn't make sense. No. But um, bad guys break in on the musical number, and they steal the sister back just as quickly as she was rescued. So no worries there. <laughs> um, Tank Girl and Jet go to the Rippers, um, who, who are scary, scary mutants, and they want to uh, team up with the Rippers to get their sister back. Um, we haven't seen much of them, but we learn that they are mutant hybrids, hybrids of kangaroos and humans. Yeah, so and everyone... dogs. And sometimes dogs. Let me, let me say it again. Kangaroo plus human yeah. is the most fearsome mutant on the planet. All of a sudden, they're tearing people's faces off. Like, just like but, kangaroos always wanted to, but their little tiny arms couldn't do it. That's right. <laughs> they're not into guns, just like real kangaroos. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they're boxers. They're hand-to-hand You will not fighters. find... Yeah. They're, they're like hand-to-hand spoken word jazz, just like that's kangaroos. That's right. So the point of the point is Ice-T is one of the kangaroo guys. He's one of the rippers. All right, it's a good and Ice T is is stern, and the other rippers are into jazz music and and are horny or or potentially are a dog, um, <laughs> but Ice T is is kind of serious. Um, okay, so the rippers and Tank and Jet they team up to fight Power and Water. They go invade the big base. They start busting it up, but it's up to Tank Girl to fight Malcolm McDowell. He now has a robot arm and a robot face. Oh shit! What? Okay. <laughs> He's so, a hologram. Well, a hologram in the head, but the rest of his body is his body. Mm, let's not worry about it. Okay, so he's hard to kill, and now he can react to and block bullets from guns and beers shot out of the tank gun <laughs> with his forearm. Okay. I can't, every um, time you add a detail, I just want to tell people at home, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then he, he, do, he dodges cans of beer shot out of a tank. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So Tank Girl <laughs> electrocutes Malcolm McDowell at the end by pushing him into an electric fence, then blows him up with the tank, and everything is awesome. The day is saved, and there's water for all. Punk rock music and sex-positive, aggressive females reign all over the desert future world. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Also, there's a lot of comic book cuts. Apparently, this was a comic book uh, before it was a movie or something like and that. And before it was a comic uh, book, it was actually a funny cartoon in a British newspaper. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I found that out. Yeah. That all kind of makes sense. <laughs> it sort of does. Yeah. Say, the, the, they keep cutting to like the comic book shot where those just like pan over. Well, something. it was actually kind of genius because they used the comic book for the establishing shots of any yeah, big piece so of funny. scenery. Yeah, so you didn't have to make any exteriors. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like establishing cartoon and then small interior room. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know what? This movie paved the way for you to have a weird, asymmetrical, kind of punk rocky haircut, wear a bra that you can see through your shirt, and uh, and eventually, if you're lucky, whenever you want with your dockers. And eventually, if you're lucky, fuck a kangaroo. Uh, yeah, I know. I have <laughs> did so many they questions have sex? About I thought Can I go first in the comments? Yes. <laughs> I really, no. I, I, nope. Tanya. I have a, I have, oh, I have a compliment. Uh, please do. Oh, well, so piggybacking on the cartoonist thing, I, there was a random shot at one point that, that made me think like, oh, I should do some homework. And I found out that Jamie Hewlett, is, the cartoonist who created the cartoon version of the gorillas. Oh, yeah, Is yeah. the same guy. He's also known for this movie. Oh. That was it. That's my only compliment. Totally looks good. And you cut off Ezra, who was really excited to talk about kangaroo sex, so... Oh, well, I feel like that's way more interesting. Well, no, that's a... That is a... I mean, I totally make sense, too, because I, I, I recognize that. But I want to hear what Ez has to say. Double compliment, so, go. So I also did some research. In um, <laughs> IMDb trivia, it said... Um, so the first compliment is... Well, basically, it said there was a $5,000 prosthetic penis that was uh, used for uh, the sex scene, which was later cut. The, <laughs> the sex scene oh, between the, the, the so one of the rippers. So the rippers were made when humans got blended with kangaroos, when dead humans. Okay, so they took human bodies and you know the brains reactivated. Sometimes dogs. But one of them, the the comic relief guy, used to be a dog, not a person. So he looks just like the other rippers, but he has the personality of a dog. And of all the rippers, Tank Girl really takes a shine to the dog one and it's implied that they fuck yeah also it's sort of weirdly reminiscent of up <laughs> just all the dog yeah. guys dialogue sounds he, a he little does, like is a lot like the dog and up absolutely yeah so yeah. so as so, so the compliment i'm humping your leg because i love you <laughs> i would guess first of all i would guess that uh that is the most expensive prosthetic penis ever to be not used in a movie for a kangaroo, yes, yes. you're right. I, let's all remember Boogie Nights and then just move on. Okay. <laughs> um, 
but but yeah so the comments <laughs> twofold that first um congratulations to uh i guess the director for getting the studio to pay five thousand dollars for a prosthetic penis yeah and also that is a hell of a studio. line item and, and, and really say, yeah and, and very smart to the studio for saying like even though we spent five thousand dollars on this prosthetic penis this should not be in the movie <laughs> definitely there's a sunk cost effect here yeah uh, well done on, on on reasoning that both ways guys don't throw good money after bad prosthetic penises it's, it's an, I want. I want that. I think that should be in like hanging from the hanging from the ceiling of a Planet Hollywood by now, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, the fan, that maybe. penis. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, because you never make just one prop, right? So there's probably a couple of them. It could be the whole fan. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I wonder how big it was. Yeah, I mean that is a hell of a collector's oh. item. That is a hell of a thing. Uh, awesome. Okay. Well, that leaves uh, Chris and I. I think I'll go third again, sticking with my right. tradition. Uh, this actually reminds me of your thing about snakes from the last movie, as. Uh, mm-hmm. My comment, my favorite line in this whole movie was, You're like a piece of cheese ha- hanging at the end of a fishing hook. That's you. So I guess by that, they meant to imply you are lousy bait for fish. <laughs> you are not going to catch the fish you want. Or good bait, but a bad methodology for mice. Right, exactly. Yeah, or, or the worst mouse trap ever. How, yeah, fish, I feel like fish don't eat cheese, right? I'm not making that up. That seems a little weird. It, it's kind of like one of those things. Like, if like your mom like goes on a trip and like your dad has to pack you lunch, you know, it's like it's a little off. I feel like that's like your kind of like your dad. It's put fish hooks in the food he made you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how how your dad was. No, nope. Um, Always but, fly fishing. <laughs> yeah, but no, I feel like it's like someone was like packing like food for the fish and like it was just like it wasn't the regular food packer and just like went for cheese instead of, you know, delicious worms or even like fluffernut or Even something. if they liked cheese, nobody likes cheese that's gotten wet. That's just gross. <laughs> no one wait, no one likes cheese that has a fish hook through it. I think <laughs> that's also meant. true. That's that's also true. All right, Chris, what's your uh what's your compliment tostata? Uh, my compliment tostada rests on the foundation of really awesome double-soled Converse that all the Rippers wear. They wear basically um, Chuck Taylors, but because it's a kangaroo foot, it starts at one heel and it forks out to two shoes. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. And I thought that was pretty cool. $5,000 prosthetic shoes. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Only used in the movie once. Margella. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Margella. There's going to be one excited person who will get that reference. <laughs> Uh, well, don't explain it to us. Let's just get into our, uh, our our anchor game for this. Uh, instead of hates for this game, we're just gonna play. <sighs> Yours is not a very good future, because uh, clearly in the Tank Girl future, nothing is good, even the things that are good. Uh, so, uh, in any order, what's something that you think you you're not looking forward to about our Tank Girl future? Oh, I have I have a thing. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of machines that seem like. Like if they had this machine, they should be able to figure out how to get like more water in like general. Desalination. <laughs> desalination. Well, they have so they have a machine that's demonstrated at the top of the movie that takes the water out of a human. Yeah. In, like, under a minute. Yeah. The, and yet this, it's just like, a plug and a bottle attached to each other that you shove into a person's back and it sucks all of the water out of their body in what is creepy and also probably not sanitary. Yeah. No, totally just, potable. No. Totally potable. It's really... I just feel like... And also, they they also decided to merge men and dogs with kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like maybe, like, somehow the, the, the funding hierarchy in this new future is is a little troubling. Yeah. Like, if we're all fighting for water, but we also have... You know, for every Albert to... Schweitzer, you have a human centipede. <laughs> so... It's really a one-to-one ratio? Right. Okay, for maybe every ten. But- I, that's such a horrible idea that there was like a funding committee and someone was like, well, I have this idea to take the water out of uh, uh, the oceans and desalinate it. And another guy was like, I have this idea about how we could make a kangaroo dog person warrior. Ah, the insidious uses of grant writing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all it was. It was just a more eloquent grant. And so like, all right, I guess we have to go with the kangaroo dog people. I was going to say, no, the kangaroo dog people will be totally sexually compatible with ladies. <laughs> if they're into freaky shit. Yeah, yeah which they, my, they will be in the future. My, my real bummer about this future is that it's not really that compatible with my other favorite, like, apocalyptic future, Waterworld. Like, I don't know how we get both at the same time. Ah. Desert world and Waterworld? Water- yeah. 
Well, so here's the thing, though. You're wrong. You're, this actually does in, in good keeping with my other favorite uh, apocalyptic future, which is you're in town. <laughs> this is right up you're in town's alley. One where no one's allowed to pee. Yeah, well, it's like <laughs> yeah, a big evil corporation controls all the water. There's, for the, for there, the record, how much better would this movie have been if instead of like pairing uh, Laurie Petty with um, Naomi Watts, it paired it with uh, Kevin Costner being really kind of gruff. Sure. And uh, sunburned. Are you? Let's just let's consider this. Victoria Beckham tried out for the role of Tank Girl, and so did Emma and Jerry from the Spice Girls. So <laughs> this movie could have been worn. <laughs> just, just. I wish they had played that role together. You know, like it was like a joint casted kind of thing. It was like the chorus of Tank Girl. Tank Girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we gotta we gotta turn this up a up a notch in speed. So I'm gonna do another quick. Uh, yours is not a very good future. Uh, if uh, if <laughs> If the evil bad guy is basically just the electric company, that like yeah. they're, they're they're called water and power, but it's basically like evil genius, evil genius. That's what it felt like to me. <laughs> uh, uh, others, yeah. yours is not a very good. Future. Yours is not a very good future when you don't realize for most of the movie that you have a fucking tank. <laughs> um, there are so many times when Tank Girl is trying to like intimidate some bad guys or. Uh, I don't know, capture something or blow something up, and she decides to stand on top of a driving tank, not having it shoot something, and she shoots like a pistol and oh. like says something that that is you know kind of has some attitude. When all she has to do is swivel the main gun, hit kapam, and they're done. Launch a beer at it. Launch a beer <laughs> at it, and she wins. Don't worry about it. Spoiler alert: Tank Girl is super annoying. <laughs> she's super. You know, she's like the Bugs Bunny. Of of movie characters where she doesn't no. she never accomplishes I no like I like Bugs Bunny but Bugs Bunny always stops the action to say something kind of yeah like right like a little bit witty right yeah and um that's what she does but she could be so much more effective if she actually used her fucking fighter plane friend and her tank yeah like, one of her like tactics with the gun was to watch vintage TV drink a martini and ro- roast a hot dog over open plane. While she was on the march, like you don't need to do all like wearing a bustier. Multi- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, just multitasking really will kill your productivity. I guys. mean, I also think that the bad guy was particularly unproductive in bad guyness. Like you're getting your arm replaced with a robot attachment, and all it has is spinning blades. Come on, yeah. you guys! Like at least let Gerber design that. Give you some options. <laughs> also, he spent like thirty seconds making a speech about water, but like they work for like. A water company. Like, everyone knows that water is important, you know? Right. It's just wasted time. Yeah. Right. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, that does it for Tank Girl. Thank goodness. One, two, in the place to be. I'm MC Donald B. And in the house, and at the cat, the cynic in my force, and standing next to me, I see the OG gangster. Cynic is about to jump off on a buck while freestyle. I drop some dope shit. Everybody sit back in the mic, so set it off. Now we're going to move quickly into Cool as Ice, starring Vanilla Ice and based on his famous <clears throat> song, You're as Cool as Ice, Willing to Sacrifice for Love. If only that was him. If only that was him. All right, Chris. You guys, this was the best one. This was the best one. <laughs> like, by far the best one. It was so good. Right, well, let's find out what the plot of it is. Chris, I'm going to give you only 40 seconds to summarize this. Go. Okay, Vanilla Ice is a rapper guy called Johnny or something, and he wears loud colors, and he drives a loud motorcycle, and wears hats with the tags still on, and pants and jackets and stuff, and a lot of color, okay? He's riding with his crew, motorcycle breaks down of one of the crew, so they're all stuck in this small town. He meets a girl. He likes the girl. Uh, the girl kind of likes him. She has a dick boyfriend, um, so there's a little bit to negotiate there, but Vanilla Ice is fucking Vanilla Ice, all right? He's going to throw it on the beats, get it done, okay? There's a weird subplot where this girl, Cat, her, that he's into, her dad is in the witness protection, but the guys find out from, <laughs> the mob finds out from a TV interview, fuck you for 40 seconds, yeah. um, <laughs> that, uh, he, you know, he's in this town, so they come chase him, Five they kidnap her little brother, Ice gets him back, he gets the girl, Bam, cool as ice. Unfreaking believable. All right, really quickly, t- compliment tostada. Tanya, we're going to make you go first this time since you liked it the most. 
I liked it the most. It opens with a music video, which starts off with Naomi Campbell lip syncing. Yes. I don't know what else to tell you. If you don't already love this movie, then just go away. Go away. Awesome. Uh, for a while, because it was a long music video, I was thinking this movie might just be an 87-minute music video. Oh, I had that thought too, and I got so excited. <laughs> From the 90s, of course. Uh, all right, Chris, you're going to be number two. Compliment. Okay, so this movie made me think of D&D. Okay. Um, most things do. But Vanilla Ice, is he and his crew are on a mo- on motorcycles. And they don't have any backpacks or anything else. But they, they're stuck in this town. And for some reason, Vanilla Ice, if we, see, if we see him just gauging by the clothes, when he first gets to town, he's wearing a lot of layers. He's wearing an orange jacket and a black jacket. He's wearing bright colored pants. Be- beneath that, he's wearing shorter alls. He has... Two pairs of sunglasses, two hats, <laughs> and a hoodie and a beanie. And somehow it's it's just fine that he has all these. And I thought, you know what? His inventory is stacked. He could just hit control <laughs> I. Get right there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, so for my compliment, uh, I'm going to go third again. My compliment is this. Some people want to know how they're going to die. Some people don't want to know how they're going to die. But Vanilla Ice... <laughs> Rides a motorcycle without a helmet. So Vanilla Ice knows how Vanilla Ice is going to die. There is no question for that guy. I, I think it's by someone repossesses his, uh, you know, bike after he loses all of his money. Well, yeah. that's also and possible. And then he kills himself. Then he kills himself. <laughs> he rides his street bike with in a wheelie for basically the whole time without a helmet. Uh, he's just that good we know how we know how he's gonna die there are totally states where you don't need i know and those people are probably know how they're gonna die we don't have to wonder i think he's gonna die during a slow motion like falling in love montage in like a construction site oh he's gonna step on a step on a rusty nail and get tetanus (laughs) (laughs) get locked (laughs) you might might happen all right as your uh your, your compliment tostada cool as ice go um i mean there's so many great things about vanilla ice uh I think I love the thing that he had the the tag on his hat still for yeah, easy returns. I saw we're that. Like, he's like, you know, a lot of this fashion that I have is timeless, <laughs> but this cap, this might go out of style. I'm not sure about it. Yeah. Yeah. I might need some money down the line, and I will be happy that I'll get more than just in-store credit. Yeah, he was he was ready. He wanted a full refund. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. All right, so we're going to play, for this game, we're going to play uh, Lightning Bonus Round for Cool as Ice. So we have about four minutes to complete this game. Lightning bonus round. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Um, Lightning bonus at, round. At one point, uh, when he's uh, hitting on her, I, I think the girl was basically saying, you know, in a scene we didn't see, <clears throat> I'm not going to believe you unless you say a witty line that rhymes, and then maybe I'll hook up with you. <laughs> and then he's like, lose the zero, get with the hero. And <laughs> she advice. does look heartily convinced. Lightning yeah, bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Okay. Uh, speaking of, uh, or at least alliteration in his sayings, when he tells his crew, "I'm out of here," his crew's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "Across the street to sling a schlong," you know. <laughs> and that means get it in. Gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus, bonus round. He takes um, over a club, a dance club that has a, like a harmonica-based band. And he takes over. He unplugs the band. Uh, his his buddy starts kicking some beats with the turntables, and then he raps about how. And and his rap is about how he's the people's choice. You are the party crasher. That is the Saddam Hussein theory of people's choice. You took over. You won with ninety nine percent of the vote, maybe in this situation. But the people chose the band they paid to see, not the guy who unplugged that band and started rapping. Sadly, oh, nobody paid for that band. Vanilla Ice is a mandate from the people. <laughs> this is also how The Rock got elected, by the way. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Um, can we talk about his sexy wake-up strategy? Yes, with yes, Kathy? now. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kathy, we see her having trouble sleeping, then she finally passes out. Daylight breaks. Suddenly, what's dripping on her mouth? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, Ice Cube dropped into her open mouth by no other but V. Ice. I mean, if somebody's good that's right. Ice, ice rappers have no shame about their names. <laughs> they just need to, need to get it on the lips of everybody oh, in America. Oh, I thought you meant they took, he took Triple X, State of the Union, and they dropped all of Ice Cube in her mouth. <laughs> put Ice Cube on her mouth. <laughs> the Ice Man cometh. Oh! oh lightning lightning bonus bonus round. Round. <laughs> 
Okay, um, so one of his crew, there's there's skinny black guy, girl, and large black guy. And large black guy is, the first thing he does when they're kicking it waiting for his bike to get repaired is he makes a peanut butter, pickle, sardine, and pineapple sandwich. And you know what? He enjoys, he, he enjoys the, the out of it. Awesome. Lightning bonus round. It's like little kids. Lightning like, what are the funny foods? Yeah. His leather jacket says sex, love, lust, and danger. And it looks sort of like a varsity jacket, so it looked like he lettered in danger. <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, it's like hey, you know, I got a minor in lust. Yeah, it's, like, it's a great jacket. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Great one on um, sort of being a role model. At one point, uh, there's the kid. He's like, hey, is that your bike? Yeah. You ever been on one? No. You will. <laughs> Do, doesn't offer it to him. What you think we're gonna just like? Oh yeah, that'll probably happen for you. Yeah, and Keep, and uh, the kid wears a helmet, so we have no idea how he's gonna die. <laughs> Life is a mystery for him. Lightning bonus round. I think Lightning it's bonus round. Being made fun of for being a vanilla ice. Movie. Well, that's possible. Uh, the alternate title, by the way, of this movie is Vanilla Ice chooses hose over bros. I thought the, I thought the vanilla God, alternate title sure was. He sure did, didn't he? <laughs> he's like. I want to get with that girl. Bye, guys. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere on a road trip. The four of us. I'm Vanilla we're Ice. We're already and I'm a friends, ostensibly, friend. and have a lot in common. Yeah. Nope. Guys, I think the alternate title was uh, "The Situation: The Early Years." Because <laughs> <laughs> it was totally just Sitch, vintage, vintage Sitch. Except, yeah, with the mohawk and the rat tail and the brick shaved into the side of his head. <laughs> the brick, this the is how he was in the nineties. Oh, it's a lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus, lightning bonus round. round. Uh, Other alternate title was Country Strong because originally <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow was considered for the role of the love interest cat. Really? Oh no! Really? Uh, instead, they instead they got Jennifer Connelly's stunt double. I think. <laughs> oh. And I loved everything she wore. By the way, guys. Oh, Sorry. that dress she wore when they were dancing around the house getting tetanus. That was uh, that was a sexy dress. <laughs> I looking, also the polka dot dress. number yeah. and that Ooh. bag. Or just the white t-shirt, bag. the, the white uh, dress shirt from Risky Business. Also great. Yeah. yeah, no, she had a lot of good, a lot of good stuff. Compared to the parachute pants of Vanilla Ice, <laughs> Vanilla Ice's look is awesome. So he looks so good all the time. Uh, awesome! Uh, lightning he also bonus has round. The original blue steel face. He does have the original blue steel face. He is smelling <laughs> farts. Guys, a quick compliment to I guess um, uh, us back in the nineties. Uh, I thought this was popular, Ben. No, it was a flop as well. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Everyone had good. T- everyone knew he was ridiculous even then. All so right. congratulations. And that is the end of lightning bonus round. Lightning Woo, bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Meanwhile, in the business offices of Read It and Weep. Hey guys, I've been going through the mail in our P.O. box, and we got some letters from the folks at Audible. Oh, we have a P.O. box? Awesome! We have lots of stuff you guys don't know about, like, have you ever checked our balance on the Swiss bank account? We have a Swiss bank account? Yeah, it's shite though, the the online banking thing, it's all in Swedish. Don't you mean German? How should I know? Anyway, I can't figure out how many doubloons we have. We have doubloons? Awesome! You mean francs, right? No, 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 they're actually, well, here's what happens. Every time somebody signs up for a trial membership at audiblepodcast.com slash readandweep, they get a free audiobook, and we get a few dollars. Then we launder that through a series of fake companies in Belize, and we get doubloons out of it. Uh, I, I think we're actually doing business with pirates. We'll deal with this later, okay? Uh, what did Audible have to say? Oh, oh! It turns out we were uh, we were we were supposed to clear our scripts with them. That was uh, my mistake, and they're kind of pissed. Tanya, can you uh, read this letter for me? Dear Read It and Weep, our legal department is very concerned about your implication that Audible could save your life in a car crash. Holy shit! That was a long time ago. We're just getting these now. Well, I mean, there are some newer newer ones here, Tanya. How about this one? Dear Read It and Weep, I must demand that you immediately discontinue use of the unauthorized Audible spokesman, the racist alien rapist. This in no way represents audiblepodcast.com slash weep, which is pretty much just a way to get a free audiobook. We are in so much trouble, you guys. Dear Read It and Weep, what the hell is a space shark and what does he have to do with anything on your show? Did they have anything good to say at all? Well, actually, they did. Here, Tanya, read this one. Dear Read It and Weep, while we are very concerned about your lack of response to our previous letters, we would like to say this new direction you've taken is quite enjoyable. Balls? LOL. Very good stuff. (laughs) You said balls. (laughs) So the only thing keeping us from being sued into oblivion is that Audible has the same sense of humor as Ezra, and they love all his recent ads with testicle jokes in them. 
I can't believe some good came out of this. This one just says, Dear Read It and Weep, and then they drew some balls. <laughs> Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Normally I'd say a tagline here, but somebody just drew some balls on my script. <laughs> Drop it. So now, before we go, quickly, uh, we have just a couple minutes left, and I'd like to do a couple of quick uh, segments uh, about the whole of our ice wrapper experience. So, first of all, I just got to know from you guys, who is the coolest ice wrapper? Ice tea. Uh, Vanilla ice. I mean, I gotta go vanilla on this one. I mean, I gotta. Okay, here's the thing. I gotta say, not vanilla ice, just because he seems super cool, uh, but he has a major weakness: sprinklers. He like he sneaks out of he sneaks out of the girl's house and he's been super chill no matter what's happened in every situation and a sprinkler comes on and he goes ah, 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 and then he like runs away. That's it. He's yeah. just that's his one weakness is air water. <laughs> what if all of these rappers switched movies? Like what if Vanilla Ice was in Tank Girl instead? Or what if? <laughs> or what if not just Ice T? But the kangaroo character was cool as ice. <laughs> I, I just have a kangaroo who likes to rip off heads <laughs> in a small town with a motorcycle. Finds this girl who rides a horse and is going to college, and he is in love. And he's like, I'd ride a horse. <laughs> Man, I would love to unleash Tank Girl on Villa Ice. Because, like, I feel like he would never stop, like, trying. And she would never, like, I guess, comprehend what was going on. Yeah, and she well, she'd kick him in the balls a she'd lot. She'd kick right? him in the balls so much; it'd be great. <laughs> but he would, he just keep on going. Also, I like the idea of taking Tank Girl's attitude and having Ice Cube do that in State of the Union. <laughs> Switch their bad attitude, so he still doesn't believe in authority. But now he's like, "Hey, get me out of this prison! It's really hard to masturbate in here." <laughs> he's just zany. Yeah, he's, he's that's just, his that's his approach. Yeah. He just makes that with like Willem Dafoe, like for no reason. Just to- I was gonna say, I feel like when you put Tank Girl in other movies, you just have to worry that she's gonna skip out and fuck some animals. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah. She's gonna be like Tank Girl in the place of the girl in uh, Cool as Ice. She's like, Well, this horse and I I don't know. We have a real we got bond. A lot in common. She's gonna at some point make out with the tank with way too many fish in it. From Cool as Ice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that fishbowl? That was cra- that was overcrowded, guys. Girl cat, yeah, has a tiny fishbowl with like thirty fish. Exotic in it. fish. They would not last long in there. Uh, all right, and 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 who is actually? Well, so which one is your which one's your favorite movie? You guys seem to like like Cool as Ice the best. Oh, Jesus. I- no, Ezra didn't like it. I loved it. <laughs> it was weird. I hated it so much that I feel like I might have come around to the other side of that circle, but I hated it for a while in the meantime. Um, I'm gonna go with somehow. I'm gonna go with Tank Girl as being the best of the three. I don't know. I really, I kind of this really? is a dark day for me, guys. I'm not really happy. Here. All right, this is weird. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoyed Tank Girl most of the time. I had generally positive really? feelings about Tank Girl the whole time it was going on. It's just so weird, and it's not like it is not like Triple X where it's taking itself seriously. It is. It is aware that it is being ridiculous. I think. Yeah. Like the the dancing scene is so long. In a two-hour movie that doesn't advance the plot at all, they clearly are not trying to accomplish much. Well, I think the dancing scene was originally the lead-up to the reveal of the five thousand dollar kangaroo song. <laughs> oh. So that's probably why. How can you why vote against for best so movie? Major. How can you vote against a movie that had a five thousand dollar kangaroo dick in nineteen ninety one Well, that brings us to the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. I know it went by fast for you. It went, certainly went by fast for me. But uh, that is our 59 minutes, and we have to move on. So uh, just to let you know, next week we are going to be talking about the book Wings by April and Pike. Uh, this was sponsored by Ellen, and Ellen says, quote, It's interesting, and I mean that in the magical, sentient, vegetable sort of way. She also man- said she did not manage Wait. to finish it, so that she's relying on us to tell her the ending. Uh, that seems right up our alley, so uh, that'll be 
next week. You can always sponsor a topic by going to read-week.com slash sponsor and picking anything out. And remember my challenge to you of coming up with the most elaborate and excellent movie marathon ideas. So uh, just throwing that out there. It's up to you guys. Join us next week for that. Uh, thank you so much for being here as always, Chris Nez. Yeah, of course. And thank you so much for joining us, Tanya, for doing our practice live show with us. And we look forward very much to having you at her actual live show in Seattle in a couple weeks. Oh, same here. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, the Tanya Best at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Uh, that is it. We'll be back again next week. Take take care, everybody. Goodbye.